Welcome to the Fun Astrology Wednesday edition, hump day edition of the Fun Astrology podcast, May 18th. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. Well, I have an eclipse story that one of you sent in to me yesterday. A lot of you have heard Mary Susan. She is a long-time faithful listener of this podcast. She sent me a message yesterday on SpeakPipe telling me that her mom transitioned during the eclipse. Mary Susan said that she was doing okay, she was doing fine, and obviously grieving her loss. You know, in a big way, a lot more than you guys realize, I think of you, each of you, as extended family. So this hurt to hear, and yet the tone in Mary Susan's voice and knowing that she was looking at the sky, was aware of the aspects that were affecting the conditions, I'm sure making conscious decisions about the plans and the various things that will be unfolding from here. A great comfort to know that she is handling this consciously. On the other podcast with Robert now, we talked about even a death paradigm being in this horoscope for the eclipse. And full moons can do that just in and of themselves. So I know that you will join with me energetically in just pausing for a moment here. And let's send Mary Susan and her family some love from all of us. And if she comes to your mind over the next week or so, just send her some love. She'll, she'll get it. She'll feel it. Thank you very much for allowing me to do that. The moon today moves into Capricorn at 8 o'clock this morning. We get two full days of that structurally oriented moon until it moves into Aquarius Friday morning. So enjoy Wednesday and Thursday under the Capricornian moon. And I hope a couple of other quiet days as we let things settle down from this weekend's events with the eclipse. So I appreciate that several of you have sent questions on SpeakPipe at the top of the funastrology.com website. This one is from Francesca, and she is asking specifically about Yod's. I know that you've had several episodes in regards to Yod's, but I found out today that I have three in my chart, and I'm so uh, stressed about about there being three because I googled like what do I do, and I just see articles where they reference people who have died who have Yod's in their charts. So my question basically is, when you find out that you have a Yod or three of them, where's the best place to start? I'm currently trying to go through all your episodes to find episodes where you specifically talk about yods. I guess I'm just a little stressed out because I'm at a point in my life where I'm kind of clueless and I'm looking for some direction. Thank you, Francesca. She had some really great comments. Super message. Thank you for leaving that. Let's talk briefly about the odds. Okay, now you might have to hit rewind and write these down, but let me give you some dates. These are all from last year, 2021. May 12th, July 19, August 5th, and September 1st. Last year was a busy yod year. So with the yod, it's also called the witch's hat because it's a tall triangle. The two planets at the bottom are connected by a 60-degree sextile aspect. And then the two sides running up to the top planet, or the top of the witch's hat, if you will, are quincunxes, which are 150-degree aspects. 
Now, you know, it's tough to go online and find good stuff. As I found out yesterday, Steve Forrest in the Book of Air has a chapter that includes yods. Not only does he give an explanation about them, but also he talks about the yod influence in his own chart. And Steve is 72. So I think we have to really frame up this death situation that you're concerned about. And I get it because it is there. And the example that Steve gave of another person whose life he explained and showed his chart and talked about his yod did end up dying by his own hand. But what's my new theme that I said yesterday that I was going to be hammering on? What side of the consciousness are you on? Because basically what's happening is two planets are interacting, the sextile base, and they are thrusting their incompleted energy up to that pinnacle planet. As if, if the tension could be worked out, then that planet up there could solve the problem in a kind of a way. Now, you mentioned that you had three in your chart. I would imagine that some of them overlap, but we only have 10 players on the court. And if you're talking about three times three, that's nine. (laughs) It's like, wow. So if you're looking for overall direction, this is very important. And I would recommend one of our readers that you go to the funastrology.com page and scroll down to where the readers are. And also Robert Glasscock is taking readings and that's being mentioned on the other podcast. But one of those four people you could get in touch with, whoever speaks to you, I'm not going to try to put one over the other. You pick what your soul and your heart is drawn toward and have a reading with that person so that you could work out some of the very specific details in your chart. Nothing in the chart is to be feared. These three are not trying to end your life early. They, in and of themselves, are actually not signifiers of death in that sense, other than trying to move things out that need to be moved out anyway, called transformation. But in that section that I mentioned with Steve, he says that if there was one key indicator of fame in the chart, he would pick the yod. So, Francesca, you better pick your career carefully. (laughs) You've got a lot of energy to work on and to support you. Thank you for a fantastic question. You guys have really hit the speak pipe hard. Mary, Susan, we are loving you and all supporting you during this time in your life. And I know you and all of us will continue to keep our eye and our heart on the sky. See you back tomorrow. Sending you love. Bye-bye.